Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you love the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Talbot. I can't quite believe we're in episode 58, um, but I have a great guest today and I'm joined by Tamsin Broster, who is an anti-diet body image coach. So I'm going to let um, Tamsin actually explain all of that. Um, so first of all, hello, how are you? Hello, good, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's no, exciting. You're- Oh, you're more than welcome. So go on then, explain that title. Just let everybody know exactly what you do. Yeah, no problem. Um, Yeah, so I'm Tamsin. I'm an anti-diet body image coach. And what that means is I help people make peace with food and their body in a non-diet approach way. So I'm not helping people to lose weight. I'm not helping people to find the latest diet that, you know, the latest next fat diet. I'm actually trying to get people away from um, this pursuit of intentional weight loss and being at war with their body and just getting them to feel comfortable again and getting them to feel happy in their body again um, in a weight neutral way. Um, And that in a nutshell is what I do. Yeah. And that, that's really interesting. So at, at the moment, what, what are you, seeing that the most of your clients are coming to you with a a specific kind of question or you know because I think you know the past couple of years have been tough for everybody in whatever way shape or form you know so but what are you seeing at the moment from your perspective in in the role that you do yeah good question um what I'm seeing a lot of when I work with clients clients for quite a long time um I don't tend to do like one-off sessions. I do have them available, but people don't want them. They want to work over this for a long time. They've been dieting for, you know, decades. And especially in my case, that, that was my story. Um, they've been dieting for such a long time. They work on this over time. And what I'm seeing is people are kind of moving towards that place where they think, actually, do you know what? I am okay. I feel all right in my body. I feel, I feel comfortable again. But who I am, who am I when I'm not losing weight? Who am I when I'm not hell bent on being two, three sizes, four sizes smaller? You know, what do I wear? You know, what do I wear? What's my style? They don't actually know because what they what they've done is they've spent the last you know few decades trying to be a smaller size, trying to get back to a size that they were maybe pre-children, maybe pre-marriage, maybe even as a teenager, and they in their mind are thinking, well, then I'll find my style. When I find my perfect body, I'll find my perfect style. And when they realize that actually their perfect body is already here, they then think, actually, what do I do now? And the difficulty for me is I um, can help them only so far because I'm not a stylist. I don't even be kind of like have much, you know, knowledge of fashion um, the way you do, but it's just, and then I want them to be able to take that next step. So they do feel confident in that body. And it's, that's where I, I think we've sort of ended up sort of talking because trying to find um stylists and, and, and somebody who can actually help people dress 
in a way that might be, you know, dressing a, a bigger body than they thought they would ever be in. Um, and that's my sticking point mainly with clients. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, listening to what you're talking about, that's exhausting for anybody, isn't it? it it's exhausting mm. from the point of that person trying to, you know, feel that they always have to be a different size to naturally what they might be. Because, you know, our, the, the way we're made is a lot of it can be genetic. It can be our lifestyle, it can be who we are, what we are, our heritage, everything like that. Because, you know, some of us are yeah. born, you know, petite in height. We've been born slim. Others are born, you know, six <laughs> foot. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, six foot and, and, and yeah. slightly, you know, more on the, more the plus size. And that's not through and I think everybody has to be looked at as an individual but you're absolutely right it's an acceptance isn't it it's a because as much as we see and you and I spoke about this a little bit before about social media of yes you know we learn to accept our cellulite or we learn to accept that we carry a bit of weight around our tummy actually not everybody does not everybody does so it's you're in what you're doing you're working in the process to help people understand that acceptance. And for me, the clothes, you know, massively help that, you know, what people wear has a huge impact on how somebody feels. Yeah, it really does. Actually, it really changes how they kind of show up. And if they're feeling much more kind of confident and accepting of their body, that can be very quickly undone albeit momentarily because when I work with people I do try and give them the tools that they can then keep going back to to kind of heal that but going into a shop and then finding that nothing fits you because you you kind of and this is this is my story too because I'm a size 18 and I can go into a lot of stores and find that they only go up to a 16 and quite often they're not even carrying the 16 in store you have to get it online that can be really soul destroying and people are you know ordering stuff online and trying it all on and nothing fits and I think what we forget especially as women is you know the clothes are supposed to fit us we don't need to change our body to fit the clothes and that's a really important point and I love what you were talking about there about you know bracing cellulite and all this kind of stuff because we are seeing a lot more of that and that's amazing but what I'm trying to get people to do is realize that actually that still keeps us focused on our body because we're still seeing like people embracing their roles, but they only have roles when they sit down. And some of us have roles when we stand up and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. And we're not seeing that. And it's still keeping women like focused on your body and your beauty is your worth. And I'm trying to get people away from that, but still having that kind of, because I went through a phase of thinking, well, what's the point when I was in recovery, when I was recovering from dieting and I went through this point of thinking, well, if my body doesn't, if it doesn't matter what my body looks like, as in like, if, a, if I can accept my body, however it is, like, what's the point? What's the point in putting makeup on? What's the point in finding nice clothes? And yeah. I had to push through that kind of what I call the grief stage of letting go of a body I thought I was going to have, pushing through that grief stage of accepting it and letting that go. And then out the other side of, okay, now I can, I can still feel good for myself and I can still show up for myself in a, in a positive way in, in this body and however that body presents itself. Yeah, and that's really interesting, actually, what you said, because, you know, when I work with a client and any client um, and you're working through their wardrobe. okay, so let's take the wardrobe consultation as the first one. When you're walking, working through someone's wardrobe, I guarantee you, right, there is a couple of pieces of clothing in there that someone says, do you know what? I can't wear that right now because it doesn't fit me, but I'm going to leave it in there 
because I will get, or I might, or I will get back into it. And I say to them, do you know what? You need to take that out. Because what it does is it creates a negative mindset because every time you open up the wardrobe, you see this garment that might be a size, two size, three sizes, smaller than what your body shape is now. So actually take it out. You know, if it has sentimentality, then fold it up and put it in a a vacuum bag and put it somewhere else. You don't have to get rid of it, but don't have it in the wardrobe because, you know, exactly what you said, embrace what you are now and enjoy wearing the clothes that fit. So I talk a lot, Tamsin, about the perfect fit, right? So the perfect fit is about wearing the right um, fit. It is not the size. So I say to a lot of ladies, ignore the size label. The size labels are a guide, right? They're a guide between a size eight and a size 28. But what you'll find is with different retailers, both online and high street, Marks and Spencer's eight is different to Zara's eight. Um, I don't know. Um, So Sandar's 12 is very different to Hobbs's 12, if we're going to go high street route, right? And then some of the others, they complete cut completely different. Then it's all then about the style. So it's Mm. about the perfect fit because, you know, I had a lady the other day who is a size 16 and I was in River Island with her and she said to me, I can't go in here. And I said, why can't you go in here? Well, they won't have anything for me. No, 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 no. Come with me. You know, so we, we had some garments. And, and anyway, I said, so just bear with me. I'm just going to go and get you a shirt, right? And I went off and I got this shirt. She said, oh, I love it. I love the color. I love the shape. And I said, just, just try it on. And she tried it on and she was like, oh my God, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, I'm definitely going to have this one. What size is it? She said, I said, no, 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 no. doesn't matter what size it is. Mm. anyway it was a size eight right she said to me are you serious and I said this just demonstrates it's the cut and the style not the size I said if I give you the size 16 I said it will drown you completely it's about you know but but the look on her face of I love it was before I even told her what size it was because the size is irrelevant it's about clothing for me is all about how does it make you feel and you know, listen, my job is to handpick garments and outfits and create for any size of lady. My job is to look at the high street, look at the retailers, look at the online, who are doing what, what shape fits, da, 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 and piecing it all together for that client. It's never about saying, well, hang on, this client is size 20. I can only shop in here. It's about saying, no, these are the shapes and styles that fit mm. you create confidence, that positive mindset, that's where it all comes and starts to build. And you've probably even found that yourself. You know, if you wear a stunning color that you love, confidence goes up, shoulders go back, you you know, all that type of thing. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah, color can be a a real game changer. And yeah, just, I think when we, like you say, quite often not even going into stores, but just to touch on a point you were talking about there about um, opening your wardrobe and having clothes in it that fits. Now, this is a big part of what I talk about with clients when we sort of get to that stage where we're talking about wardrobes and because so many of us really do hold on to sizes that do not fit us anymore. And what I try and get clients to do is stand in front of your wardrobe, open the door, in the drawers wherever you keep your clothes and and work out you know what what roughly what percentage of your clothing can you wear 
because if the bigger percentage is that you can't wear it and you can't wear it yet, you know, like you said, if it's got sentimental value or if you are, you know, prone to fluctuations and all that kind of stuff, then, you know, by all means, pop it in a suitcase. You don't have to thrift it. You don't have to chuck everything in the charity shop or the the, um, clothing um, bank. Um, great if you can, if you can sort of get really, it can feel really good because when you open your wardrobe, you want to see the clothes hanging there. Even if you have only got a small amount to begin with and you work on it, opening your wardrobe and seeing clothes that actually fit you, having jeans that you can actually put on and do up that you're not sort of thinking, oh, do these fit me today? That is really, really bad on your mental health. And that will really, really be a struggle. And I know jeans jeans are the biggest like bugbear I think of every woman on the planet yeah whether you're finding things to fit and then they bring out like yeah they bring out like a new style like I had a one particular client who was like I want mum jeans to fit and I was saying to her you know maybe go to a stylist because I can't help with that because I can't find any for me either but yeah it's really it really is like it when you when you kind of become quite neutral about the numbers on the um on the tickets it does change everything because when you are comfortable, you, you, you show up differently. If you spend all day and even if you've got like underwear that doesn't fit you, like pants that are too tight, yep. you know, if you have things that fit you well, that you have sort of space to breathe in, it will change your whole day because mentally, if you've got something tight on all day, it's a all you're thinking about all day is you won't want to eat, you won't yeah. want to nourish yourself, you won't feel like being seen. Do you, do you know what I mean? And yeah. that is so damaging. And we're all out back out in the workplace now. We're not working from home, not hiding behind Zoom much anymore. And I think for quite a lot of people going back into office spaces after lockdown, after being in for so long, it's like, oh, wow, none of this fits. Do not be trying to get back into it. Just go and find stuff. And I, and I know there's a lot of access to this. You know, we've got to have the funds to be able to do it. But even if you can just get like a capsule wardrobe, something that you can go to that you can just, that fits you is going mm-hmm. to be game changing for your, for your mindset. Oh, massively. And do you know what? I'm, I'm going to pick you up on, on a couple of bits there. You are so right, okay? Because it's, it's that whole thing of, you know, right? If you have a favorite garment, right? So you know how good you feel in that, right? So I have a, a, I have a Zara dress, right? That <laughs> anytime I have to do a presentation, it, it, I love it. It just is, it's stunning. It's very, my personality makes me feel fantastic. So if I get a request that Lisa, please, can you come and present? Yes, I might have other things as well, but I almost think, well, if I can't or don't like anything else, I'm going to wear my Zara dress, right? Because I walk in the room, I feel confident, blah, blah, blah. So what, from what you just spoke about just then, that wardrobe needs to make you feel like that every time you open it up, whether it's a t-shirt from Bon Marche, whether it's a pair of trousers from H&M or Primark, it doesn't matter. I always say to people, it doesn't matter where you buy anything from, whether it's Primark, um, a local charity shop, whether you've got it on Vinted, whether you've rented it through um, a rental site. If that thing makes you feel good, it that's what, what matters. So the wardrobe, when you open it up, if you had, like you said, a small capsule wardrobe, you could have 10 pieces in there, right? That mm. makes 25 outfits. But if they all make you feel fantastic, that's absolutely the, the best thing to do. And then picking up on your second point, when you said about people going back to work, you're so right. And it's, 
it's really daunting. I'm seeing a lot of clients at the moment who are panicking because they are literally now going back into the office and their wardrobe now they either don't like, but also the landscape of an office environment has changed. It's gone from, you know, depending on obviously what sector you're in, it's gone from a little bit more business casual, formal. It's gone much more casual to with regards to, you know, they want their their employees to come back into the office and feel confident and safe. That's their main priority. So actually the clothing side of it is a little bit different, but you're so right in, you know, if you have to wear something that's really uncomfortable all day, it's a killer, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm a natural personality, right? From a clothing perspective, I'm a style person. It's a natural I have to be comfortable. There is not a chance I'm going to wear a pair of trousers in the morning that I know don't quite, you know, are tight around my tummy or they're tight on the arms. I won't wear it because you're absolutely right. That's all you're going to think about all day. And every time you catch a glance in a shop window or you catch yourself in a mirror, you're, you're going to focus on the negative. And mm. actually it's about focusing on the positive of what you're wearing. And you're so right. Clothes, have that massive impact in how we feel. It just goes back to that four-letter word. That feel word is so, so important. Yeah. Do you find that ladies, when they, they talk to you, and obviously you've, you've spoken to them about acceptance, etc. Yeah. Do, does the clothing kind of side of it come up in conversation with regards to, well, I've accepted who I am now, but I'm really struggling to even know where to start to buy the clothes or yeah. So that's one question. And then the second question, sorry, it's got to run around my head now would be, (laughs) do you find that they just make do with what they've got? And they, they feel that they just need to cover up rather than enjoy the shape that they are. Yeah. Um, yes. And yes, a bit. So yes, they are kind of, they don't know where to start. Yeah. They don't know. And I think, you know, as a coach, I'm helping them with the process of accepting their body and making peace with food, intuitive eating and all this kind of stuff. And I do lots and lots of that work. But when it comes to where to tell them to go in terms of who to work with, who to look for, I have quite a lot of people that I can see that I can, they can follow online, but trying to find and, and, have, and having the confidence and, and sometimes the, the, the funds, let's be fair, to go and find someone, a stylist. But what I'm trying to say to them is you'd probably only have to do it once because you could just get you, yourself back out there in that body. You could, you could just kind of, you know, invest in yourself. Yes that one time and then you probably get the tools that you need to work out what works for you so that you feel more confident when you go back out there so that's the first part so yes they're sort of stuck and they think you know I'm feeling good what was the second one again my (laughs) no when I said when do you think people make do so when they uh, you know they open up their wardrobe and think well, do you know what? I, I am embracing who I am yeah. because I don't know where to go. I'm just going to make do with what I've got. So I don't, I haven't come across too much of that. What I have come across is they go all out sort of saying, right, okay, this is my size. This is, this is, this is who I am. Yeah. And that's fine. And I'm okay with that. And they, they upgrade their wardrobe. They do that pretty quickly, actually. I've seen loads of people just chuck stuff out. They put it away. They get rid of it. They, they're, getting rid of stuff with even labels on because it doesn't fit. So they're just not stressing about it. And I love that. And they get that real kind of sense of 
do you know what? I'm just going to take charge of this. Just get rid of it all. Yeah. They get rid of it all. They order tons and tons of stuff online and then they're stumped because they still feel like, oh, that's not quite right. And all oh, that's yeah. not quite right. So I don't feel like they're making do. I feel like they're exasperated. I feel like they're yeah. exhausted yeah. and they don't really know what works for their body shape and they're still going through processes. I mean, it takes quite a long time to go. Yeah. If you've got a particular body part that, that, that you're not happy with. And for me, it was always my stomach. I really, really had to work hard to make peace with my stomach. Now, even as somebody who's recovered and even if, you know, somebody's really worked through to embrace their, their bodies, we can still be very quickly pushed back into not feeling okay in our body. Yeah. It might be um, hormones. It might be that somebody commented, you go into work and you're embracing your stomach and somebody says, Oh, how far along are, are you? You know, that, yeah. that kind of stuff can really, yeah. really affect our self-esteem. Um, and I think it's really important to remember that you won't have a good, even if you get to a good body image place, you won't have a good body image every single day. It's just, yeah. it's just one of those things. But I don't see them making do. I feel that they are just exhausted. And then perhaps they do get to the point where they are making do because as long as it fits, they're sort of like, well, I've got to find clothes that fit. So yes, I, yeah. I guess maybe you're right. I, I hadn't, hadn't actually ever thought about that question. I think it's a really good question. And do you know you, yeah, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because you, you said two things there. You said invest in yourself. Mm. And it's really interesting. I think us as women, and I'm going to pick on women, you know, because that is my mm. speciality. Us as women don't necessarily put ourselves first, right? So from an investment point of view. So you're absolutely right. You know, if, if you work with any expert, yourself, myself as a stylist, yes, it's going to cost, right? But the investment in yourself is, is a lesson well learned because for me, from, from a stylist point of view, they're lifelong lessons. So whether you learn how to dress your body shape when you're 14 or whether you learn how to dress it at 40, it's mm. a lesson that will carry on for you and put you in good stead. So you know, I, I do um, a consultation called How to Dress Your Body Shape, which works through necklines, sleeves, jackets, tops, trousers, skirts. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the consultation is with me, right? So we go through it. So if you're a lady who is a, a size 18, for example, I will say to them, right, this is good, but this is a shop that does this. This is this, this is this. It's about sometimes we have to invest in ourselves, don't we? You know, we all yeah. go and have a haircut, right? We go to the expert. We all go to, um, I don't know, the chiropodist because they're yeah. the expert. But sometimes we don't realize that how important it is to invest in ourselves. I've got another question actually for you because you've, you've got my brain ticket now. <laughs> um, do you think a plus size lady finds a stylist in um in, inhibiting in some way do, do you think a plus size lady might look at a stylist and think and and you know we all know social media right so there's instagram posts there's tiktok reels there's all that type of thing mm -hmm. do you think they might look at a stylist and think okay because you are i don't know a size 10 or a 12 and you're mm. five foot 10 you won't understand me um, yeah, potentially. And that's valid because I think the same for me, you know, working with me as a coach, I tend to 
the, the, the clients that come through my door tend to be people very similar to me yeah, yeah. in similar lifestyle, similar sizing. But, and, and, and I think it's important that we remember that, you know, even if we, even I can help anyone, absolutely. Yeah. But it is really important that to know that that is not, you know, it's not my lived experience. I have never been, you know, this, this is the biggest my body has ever been and potentially the biggest it'll ever be because my, you, you, genetically we do, yeah. we do, we have a range where we go. We, we don't just, we have, we have this idea in our head that if we just eat in a certain way, we could just keep get keep going and keep going, growing, growing. it doesn't work like that. Our bodies don't work like that. But you know, regardless of my sort of size, I don't have that. I don't know what it feels like to um, only be able to shop online because that is some people's lived experience. Also, some people find it very traumatic going into shops or very difficult. And what I am really cautious about when I'm trying to find people to to refer people to, because I'm not going to do it myself. If somebody is like, right, yeah, I want to invest. Um, I actually, yes, you're right. Let, like, I do need a stylist. I want to refer them to someone who isn't going to be saying to them, if you wear this, it will make you look thinner because then it's yes. focusing them yeah, back yeah, yeah. in on the thing that I've just helped them solve. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. really cautious about that. But I think, you know, and this is just something that's been playing in my mind since I set up my business is I would love to add on that kind of, you know, almost have it as an add-on to my body image course yeah. so that, you know, people kind of get that as part yeah. of it in terms of like linking up with, with somebody to do that so that they can kind of come out the other end of it and go, right, what will let me have a, you know, a taster session with a stylist to see what it would be like. So that the fear is taken away yeah, yeah, yeah. because I do, I think they, they probably do fear it. And I don't think we see, we, we want to see representation in our bodies. We get so excited when we see, you know, movie stars that are the, the men, the main lead is not, you know, a super skinny person. We, we do get excited about representation and I do think it's important, but I think it's, it might be a barrier for people. I don't know is the honest answer. It might be a barrier for yeah. people. And I think sometimes the, the, you know, like say yourself, you work with all size people and you can help all size people, but you're in a small body. And like you said, you, you, you're able to do it because you have done it in your experience. I think it's, you know, being able to, for, for me as a, as a, if I'm referring somebody, being able to see that you have, you have got that experience. I could then confidently say to somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, actually this stylist, yes, she's in a small body, but she has experience in helping women so it's like you know testimonials from from people and all that kind of stuff that helps I think to open those doors and and break down those barriers because it can it can feel a bit like that yeah and that's really it's really interesting you said that because you know for me right as a stylist my job is to inspire and educate right that that's my job is to inspire and educate all my female clients whether they are a size six or a size 26. So my job is not to look at, <clears throat> excuse me, not to look at what size you are at all. And, I, and I, it's really interesting because I don't look like that. And you're, you're so right. So I am only five foot, hence the name, the pocket stylist. I am only mm-hmm. five foot. And yes, I'm a size six, but my wealth of expertise spans across all ages and mm. all um, sizes. And no, I don't specialize in plus size, no more than I specialize in a size six. My expertise comes from knowledge and knowledge that 
if I'm working with a lady once, so say a lady fills out a client profile form and I look through her sizing and her measurements because they're put on there purely for me to go and start the process of looking, going to check what's online, who's doing this, blah, blah, blah. Not because I need that measurement for anything else, but I can use it to my advantage to help that client, you know, I, I don't look at that. I, you know, I look at the fact, okay, I'm working with a lady who's a size 18. No problem. Right. Now, what am I going to show her? How am I going to create the outfits? What am I going to use from a tools perspective, which is the clothes and the accessories and the handbags and the shoes to make this lady feel amazing? Because, mm. you know, I might say to you, for example, have you thought of going to, I don't know, Watson and White? which is an online retailer. And you'll say, who are Watson and why? Like, I will. They, exactly. That's exactly. You can see on my face. I'm like, mm, I won't yeah. know who they are. <laughs> yeah. Or have you looked Mental at, note. you know, <laughs> Bell Model? You might say, who are they? So my expertise sits in who does what, how is it going to fit that specific client? So, and I can see that, you know, mm. a plus size lady would probably look at me and go, there's not a chance, Lisa, you're going to resonate with how I feel. But actually, the expertise that has come from 16, 17 years of being a stylist, I've seen it all. You know, I've seen it all from petite ladies to tall ladies to slimmer ladies to plus size ladies. You know, in all walks of life, whether they're female CEOs or whether they're the, the mum that does the school run and then goes to the toddler group. You know, it, it, for me, nothing changes apart from the fact inspire educate and help somebody feel great and that's it but I get what you're saying that it could put people off because they go well Lisa won't have a clue yeah and I think I I think I think it's the same for you know all of us I think I think we do tend you know somebody again like I said might look at me and say well actually how are you going to help me you know, because you're a size 18, they might be a size 26 or beyond. And they might sort yeah, of think, yeah. well, you haven't got my lived experience. And I haven't. And that's absolutely right. And I always welcome, if people kind of come and chat with me and then they're like, actually, I want somebody um, to help me that kind of represents more my lived experience. I would refer them on. Absolutely. And I think that's the right thing to do. However, um, I would be able to explore with them first, you know, whether I would be able to help them. And, and like you say, people might look at you and think, oh, you probably can't help me. And they might not get to the point where they even ask you the question. And that's the key thing, isn't yeah. it? And it's, it's showing that representation in our marketing, in our um, wording, in our language, all that kind of stuff. You know, that, that is where that, I think the, the key to that piece unlocks. And, and also like, you know, now I know much more about your business and who you help you you could be someone I would refer people on to if they were looking for a size because I would know that you are able yeah. to help them. Does that yeah. make sense? So yeah. I think that kind of thing like makes a difference. Yeah. Um, I think from your job and my job as well, there's mm-hmm. one massive kind of thing that we have to do and that's listen. Yes, so yes. We definitely. have to sit and listen, which is why, you know, when I, I have a discovery call that people can book and they can come and either do it on Zoom or they can do yeah. it over the phone, right? And they can, a bit like you said, a taster, but for mine, it's called a discovery call. And they can sit and talk to me, right? For 15 yeah. minutes. Sometimes it goes on a bit longer if, if we talk a lot, but it is about sitting and listening. Sometimes I don't say a word, you know, yeah. but it's like, right, tell me about you. Where do you find it harder? Where would you like me to help you? Blah, blah, blah. Because 
you know, I can get really excited about what I do, right? Because I love what I do. Mm. But actually, I have to stop, sit, and listen. And then, like you do, you have to listen because I can't, I can't assume anything. I can't, yeah. you know, by looking at you and by looking at you looking at me, we can't assume anything. I can't assume what car you drive. I can't assume what house you live in. So I have to sit and listen yeah. to what, what your lifestyle is, for example, as to then how I can integrate that into what I do to help you. So I think it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because if you didn't listen, you wouldn't be able to help your clients either. Exactly. And like you say, approaching everybody as an individual. Yes, I have lots of themes that come up like for a lot of people, but every single person um, needs a different approach and needs different, you know, focusing on different stuff. And I don't think I coach, you know, anyone the same way twice. It's just, it's totally, totally different experience for every single person that walks through the door. But you're absolutely right. In that first initial you know, meeting and beyond, you, you are listening. You are listening for the cues of what they need and what it is, what are their pain points? Because, you know, different people have different things that really, you know, are grinding their gears or, you know, yeah, stopping, yeah. Or keeping them awake at four o'clock in the morning, all that kind of stuff. There's different things that will be bothering different people. And I think it's really important. Yeah. And don't you find as well that we have to treat people in the way, the pace, the pace they want to go. So, yeah. so some ladies that I work with go straight for the personal shopping because they don't want to do anything else. They just want, others say, no, hang on a minute. I want to learn about this, but don't take me fast. So, you know, some clients you can, you, you know, from my perspective, some clients want three hours personal shop, some want a wardrobe consultation, whatever. Other ladies, you can tell by talking to them, don't try and do it in one go. You know, you're going to have to bite this apple in tiny bits. So that's when, from my perspective, I can say, right, well, let's do an hour here, an hour there, and an hour there, rather than three hours in Mm. one go. Because you, sometimes it's just so overwhelming and you want people to enjoy what you do and take something away and go, right, I'm really looking forward to the next, you know, the next step. Because sometimes it's a bit of a journey, isn't it? Yeah, it's a huge journey. And I think you've got to remember the journey that people have been on. If you're, yeah. if you're experienced, no matter what size you are, if your experience is that every time you go into a shop, you can't fit into the size you thought you were or wanted to be or, you know, or that that store holds, that doesn't go away. I, I literally wrote to my email list, uh, was it this, might have even been this morning it went out because I write them in advance, yeah. about the fact that when I was um, about 17, my my mother-in-law at the time, my, my boyfriend's mum, um, had a real issues with food and body. And she had all sorts of stuff going on in her own, you know, eating disorders and all sorts of stuff going on. But she said to me, like I had a t-shirt on, it was just a t-shirt and I must've been about size 10, 12 max at the time. Um, and she said to me, my goodness, how did you squeeze yourself into that top? And I didn't know what to say. And those yeah, yeah. things do not go away. We have to remember that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I didn't squeeze myself into that top because I never wear tight clothing. It's just not something that really, fit. I don't like how it feels. Yeah, I yeah. don't like things that are too fitted. So I know, I knew in my mind, but my, my, my response was just silence because, yeah. and that's perfectly valid. And I think we have to remember people have been through all sorts of yeah. comments. You know, I've, I've had it at work where somebody thought I was pregnant and I wasn't. It can really hurt us and it hurts us because we we think being in a bigger body is the worst thing you can be and what I'm trying to get people to realize is that's society's belief 
we don't need to believe that and we don't need to buy into that narrative. And the more we step out of it and the more we butt up against it, the harder it is going to be for diet culture and beauty culture to tell us how we should look. Yeah, That's absolutely. Funny. And that actually you, you picked on something. So if you think about it, you still remember that story, right? You just yeah, told and I'm the 42, story so, you know, it was a long time years ago. ago, but yeah. that shows you how that one comment has stuck mm-hmm. with you. And isn't it interesting? So that for me goes back, see how far back a, tra- a trauma is probably a bit of a too exaggerated word, but something that literally triggered you all those years ago, you still remember. Oh, and yeah. and it, interestingly, and, and I was just sitting there thinking, actually, while you were talking about that, I was sitting there thinking, I wonder how people would feel, right, if all the retailers never put a size label on anything, right? Mm, but you went into yeah. a retailer, held something up and went, yeah, no, that will be too small. Put that back. That one's better. That was better. Yeah. Because there's a massive focus on size. You know, I've got, I've had clients in the past that have said, okay, I know Lisa, that's the perfect fit, but I feel really uncomfortable with the fact it's a size 20. I'm cutting the label out because maybe they're a size 16. And I've said, yeah, 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 but it's the perfect fit. If you wear something that's too small, you will appear bigger. If you wear something that's too big, you will, again, the body shape changes. And you so, will be uncomfortable and it will be yeah, on your mind all the time. There you go. And cutting the labels out, I think is perfect. I think, you know, and I, I mean, I don't, I'm not at that point where I need to do that anymore, but I have done that in the past through, through when I was healing, I didn't care anymore. But I think that is a great tip to, yeah. you know, cutting them out is a great one. The other thing I always say to clients is think about how, if you, you know, when you've got, and you've probably had this before where clients say, right, you know, I, I'm say at size 16, but I'm absolutely adamant. I'm not getting any bigger. I'm not going, I'm not going up. I'm not going up, not going there. You know, it's like, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think it's like this slippery slope to the, the depths of hell. And actually it's not, that is society's conditioning. And that is diet culture that is telling us we, you should not, you know, we need to keep our weight within a certain range and our sizing. But what I say to people is let's think if you woke up tomorrow if you wake up tomorrow and you're a size bigger your world has ended you're going to feel absolutely horrendous you're going to hate everything nothing's going to fit you're going to be really really upset right you wake up tomorrow you wake up two sizes smaller you're skipping down the street to the next you know to all the retailers you know you don't care that none of your clothes fit in your wardrobe and that is how you know that it is diet culture. If you're going down sizes and you're excited, but you're going up sizes and you're not as excited, that's why is because you're told that weight gain is bad and weight loss is good. And I just try and get them to reframe it. You know, when you go up a size, skip down the street and do what you would do if you, if you lost weight, if that makes sense. Does that yeah. kind of... Yeah. And it, does, it certainly makes way. sense. It does make sense. But for, from my perspective, it's not about the size. It's about the fit. No, absolutely. It, it's no, not absolutely. about the size. So, you know, we, we know that each retailer's sizes are different. So that's why I say to people, ignore the size label. Use yeah. them as a guide, but do not get het up about them. Because seriously, I could go in, you know, and I'm petite, right? So I could go into, so I'm five foot. I could go into Zara, pick up a pair of trousers. They're a 36 inch leg. There's not a chance they're going to fit me, right? <laughs> yeah, so <absolutely> <laughs> do I lose hope? No, I just think, right, I'm, I need a different cut. I need a different style of trouser. They're not going to fit me. Or do you know what? I, I really love them, but I'm going to go and get them taken up. 
because I'm petite. Mm. So then it's about going, hang on, I might go into, um, I don't know, Ted Baker. And if they've got a crop trouser in there of the same style, that'll fit me because I'm five foot. So I go, okay, that's what I'm going to wear. Whereas, you know, it's about not losing sight. There There are shirts out there at the moment that are oversized shirts. I can't wear them because mm. they, they just drown the life out of me. I look like I'm wearing, well, I wouldn't even have to wear anything on my lower body. I could wear it as a dress. Yeah. But it's about going, well, hang on a minute then. If I want a shirt, I listen, it's easy for me. I know that I can go somewhere else, get a different shape and a cut. Sure. So it's, I get that the retailers are hard work, you know, mm. which is why we go right the way back to the halfway through this conversation of about if you employ an expert, they will help you. And it's a lesson that you learn for a very, very long time. But not only that, you could then be in, I don't know, Tesco's doing your shopping, go through the F and F bit and go, oh, I like that. Now I know that's going to work for me, but I know that size. So suddenly the world actually opens up by just learning and and we're all very yeah. good at that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's really true. Like, you know, we, we want to be able to just go and choose stuff for ourselves. And like you say, you employ an expert, you you then have those skills, it, your, you know, your fingertips yeah. after you've learned a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah, really absolutely. interesting. Now, I think you and I could probably talk, like so many of my guests, we could just talk and talk and talk. Yeah. I'm conscious of time. I'm, I know that sure. you have a client as well. As, yes, so yes, do I. I. Yeah, absolutely. Before we finish today, you know, there will be people that are listening to this. How can they find you? And I think you've got a couple of things coming up, haven't you, that might be beneficial and useful to anybody who wants to kind of, you know, suss you out and, and have a have a little bit of a come into your world. Yeah, absolutely. So I um, always do a free discovery call, but um, I do run these monthly webinars. I run one on food um, every month. And the next one I've got coming up is about body image and it's about body confidence. Um, and they're an hour long and I do them in a lunchtime um, on a you know, given day. And this particular one is on the 17th of May. So if this goes out before then, um, there'll be tickets still available. And it's just on Zoom and it's just like an hour. So you can just fit it into your lunch break. It's at 12.30 on the 17th of May. And like I said, I, I run them every uh, month and I just alternate between the two. Yeah, And it just gives people a real insight into you know, what I do, how I help people. And we go through some stuff, which is helpful on the day. So you get something for it. It's packed full of information and tips and stuff, about how to feel better in your body. Um, But yeah, main place to find me. I hang out on Instagram a lot. Um, I also have a podcast, the Anti-Diet Club podcast and my website, which is um, just tamsinbroster.co.uk. Okay. That's absolutely brilliant. Listen, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, thank you. I feel like we've got work to do together, definitely. Yeah, I (laughs) hope everybody's enjoyed listening. Um, You always know, don't you, when it's been a good podcast, because you just keep talking. And I suddenly looked at the clock and went, oh my goodness, we have gone on for rather a long time. But listen, I hope everybody has found it useful. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the chat today. um, And we will look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you. Thanks ever so much, Tamsin, for um, taking the time to come and chat. Um, See you all soon, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.